Hey everyone, welcome to the plant-based podcast. Now, I know what you're usually used to, but this time in the next upcoming episodes, we're actually doing a mini-series, and this mini-series is with not only myself, the plant-based coach, but also with David Cleary, Vegan PT. Now, he is the man behind not only his own Instagram account that you might follow, but also Vegan Fitness Info. That is an account where you can find a lot of information on how to be healthy, fit, and happy on a vegan diet with over 150,000 followers. Now, the reason why we are doing this is to help you out in short snippets and cover topics that you ask us both a lot about. Things like how to lose fat on a vegan diet, how to build muscle on a vegan diet, how to be healthy on a vegan diet, the best way to transition. And the last episode, which might be this one you're listening to right now, is going to be about the questions that you send in and ask us. Now, the reason we're doing this is, of course, to help you, but also let you know that we together are hosting a vegan retreat in Bali this November. How awesome does that sound? I've already hosted one this uh, April earlier in the year, and I want to do it again, and this time I'm co-hosting with David. So there will be swimming pools, food, all vegan, all plant-based, an on-site yoga teacher, activities, fitness, exercise, excursions, climbing mountains, swimming in the ocean, um, and everything that you would want on a retreat. Not only that, but everybody that comes will also get a bonus, a six-week coaching program to take home with them so that you actually know how to implement the results um, and continue getting those results once you get back into the real world. So without further ado, if you would like more information on that Bali retreat, just go to our Instagram bios and you can find more information and book a call with one of us. Otherwise, enjoy this podcast um, and let us know your questions for the upcoming ones. Hey guys, hey David. Welcome to, I guess, version one, episode one of our mini-series. David, how you doing? How's Ireland? Yeah, not too bad, Aaron. It's um, it's pretty wet here today, but uh, yeah, it's relatively warm for Ireland, so I can't really complain. That's good. London is also kind of the same, but you know, what do you expect? Um, yeah. So, guys, if you were listening, we're doing this mini-series to kind of help you digest uh, little clips, little golden nuggets of information about how to be healthy on a vegan diet, how to lose weight how to transition and basically this is one episode of five it's going to be short it's going to be sweet it's going to be to the point i'm going to have some fun so episode one which is this one david do you want to start off telling what we're going to talk about yeah so we're just going to cover the difference between fat loss versus muscle gain which is obviously a topic that comes up you know probably daily on my instagram you know how do i how do I lose fat, obviously? How do I gain muscle on a vegan diet? Is there any difference? So, yeah, just covering that kind of differences and, you know, definitely a more sustainable approach to both because I find people tend to go very extreme is their first port of call rather than mm-hmm. making those small differences that over time will add up. So, yeah, just kind of covering those topics and some differences. Cool. So, I the way that I have always kind of told people when they ask that question is focus on one and then the other so don't try and do try don't try and do them both at the same time because although that might be possible it's going to be such slow progress that it's going to be a little bit uh, I guess 
discouraging because you're not seeing the same speed of progress that you might if you were just like focus on fat loss then focus on muscle gain is that kind of the same with you or do you kind of um, advise people differently or is it the same yeah look it's very similar you know obviously it depends on what stage that person is under in their you know if they've got if they've just started training obviously it's a lot easier to build muscle and lose fat but for the vast majority of people yeah, I definitely recommend focusing on one goal because otherwise you kind of get, I find a lot of people get caught in that in-between where they're trying to chase both goals yet never really reach either and they're just kind of mm-hmm. stuck in that, 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 that 50-50 process the whole time. So yeah, 100%, I think focusing on one goal at a time will, um, will put you in a much better position. Yeah, like, uh, when you say that, it reminds me of a saying which is not very vegan, so um, excuse me, but basically, if you try and catch two rabbits, you're probably not going to catch either. So focus on catching one, and yep. then focus on catching. One. Maybe we we'll rephrase that. If you're going to try and rescue two rabbits, try and rescue one person and the other. That's probably a better. Yeah, way. that's probably a more <laughs> vegan way to put it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, but look, that's that's 100. Um, it does make sense in terms of you know, obviously, look, you, you know you're going to be eating slightly different depending on your goal. Your training is going to be slightly different as well. So um, focus on one. Yeah. And focus 100%. on the other. So yeah. if somebody said, David, I want to lose fat, or let's say they say, I want to be toned. What sure. would your next steps? Because that's obviously quite common. What, what would your yeah. kind of next steps kind of be with them? Yeah, we're looking, you know, you're just trying to figure out what, Look, what they're doing at the minute to achieve that goal and what what is what is their thoughts on it and um, mm-hmm. obviously what they're eating at the minute you know I suppose what people are looking for is toned is that leaner physique with some muscle mass um, but that kind of varies I find with a lot of people what they mean by toned um, mm. so it's trying to figure out exactly what they mean by that is the first word to call for me but yeah, look, in general, you, you know, most people want to shed some body fat. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just simple tips around what they're eating, um, how much you're moving each day, because, look, we can spend 45 minutes, an hour, maybe a little bit more in the gym, but it really matters what you're doing for those other 23 hours. And if I can find out what the person does for those, for that time, and um, yeah. I can definitely tell them where they're going to be in a month, three months. So, yeah, it's trying to figure out those first. So, like, are they are they moving? Are they walking during the day? You know, walking to work, at yeah. lunch, wherever. Um, you know, is there are they playing sport? Because obviously, you know, training, rugby, soccer, whatever it might be. Um, and then just what they're eating. You know, just um, trying to get a good. Are they having? You know, are they no breakfast or something like granola bar in the morning and then maybe eating out lunch and having a rushed dinner at night? You know, it could be a takeaway three or four nights in a week. Um, mm-hmm. So look, they're all simple changes that can, you know, can we meal prep on Sunday for a couple of days? You yeah. know, maybe, okay, maybe if, you, if we have to eat out, can we make better choices around those times? So. Yeah, just kind of starting there, start, you know, I like people to start small and kind of build up over a number of weeks rather than trying to make a full 180 degree flip. Um, 
Yeah, because I, I find agree that as well. Works. Yeah, yeah. I think if people tend to try and do everything overnight, then they might get really good results overnight or for yeah. the first week, but they haven't learned anything, and then they tend to uh, uh, go the opposite way. Like you said, not only with their mindset, but you know, leaving quite leaving themselves feeling quite discouraged because they lost ten pounds of water and glucose and not sure. fat, but they don't know the difference because of the scale, um, and then you know, putting it all back on. And then, you know, that's not what you really want. You want to, you know, help people lose a consistent amount each week. And the only way I believe, same as with you, is, you know, making those habits. I think it's a really important point that you talked about is, you know, what else are they doing when they're not at the gym? I put a post up on my Instagram. I'm not sure if you've seen it. And it basically was like a quiz. It was like, yeah. what burns the most energy? Sitting down for eight hours per day, walking 10,000 steps, doing cardio for an hour or doing weights for an hour. Everybody thought it was like doing weights for an hour, but the answer was actually sitting down for eight hours a day because, of course, you're still burning energy when you're sitting down. And sure. in an ideal world, you want to kind of minimize the sitting because if you're standing up, you're going to burn even more. But I think I wanted people to understand the point of it's not just the exercise that you're doing, it is what happens, you know. If you burn a thousand calories walking to and from work, that might be the difference between you losing one pound a week um, compared to trying to figure out the coolest ad exercise in the gym. So yeah. um, it's that big, that big picture kind of mindset. When it comes to eating, do you advise people? Do you, I guess, t t to count calories? Do you kind of would rather just say, hey, let's just cut out those high calorie foods, those processed foods, or are you more like? Um, let's measure my fitness pal get it out and see what's in this see what's in that and make those changes uh sure look um it does depend on the person kind of what stage they're at um but the vast majority of people i find just that kind of moving away from processed foods towards more whole foods and more home cooking that will probably get most people you know 70 80 percent of the way to their fat loss goal so those changes are you know can have the biggest impact at the start mm. then look you know calorie counting can work for some people if they've got you know if they're patient you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it is quite tedious and yeah. it only works for a couple of people now i don't i don't use my fitness pal but i do find chronometer can be yeah, beneficial um not just for calories and macros, but also for micronutrients and tracking and, you know, getting a better overview of your diet. So I do recommend it more for mm. that rather than solely looking at calories or, you know, solely looking at protein. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah that, that's kind of my take on it. It's a very good uh, tool as well, I think, is educating people and knowing the actual calorie density of foods. Like, some people sure. just think, you know, the amount of food that you hold in your hand is relative to the amount of energy in it, which is obviously not the case because you could hold, I don't know, a, a football-sized piece of broccoli and that would be a lot less calories than that same amount of, you know, area, football-sized amount of peanut butter, for example. So when people put all these things into my fitness power for the first couple of days, they're like, wow, I didn't realize yeah. that this had so much energy in, and now they, you know, they've kind of seen it for themselves and they eat less of that and then that kind of is result that we kind of want them to achieve um so that's kind of fat loss what would 
how is that different to muscle gain? If somebody said, you know, I've now lost five pounds of fat, I want to focus on building my muscle up, what would the approach be? So you're kind of flipping it, I suppose. Well, you know, you're still focused on, you know, the whole foods, cooking at home as much as possible, but you've got to get those extra calories in to support that muscle gain. Um, mm. So I find the most common thing is people just simply don't eat enough. So yep. they kind of underestimate, you know, underestimate what they're eating or what they need to actually fuel that muscle growth. And they might be training quite well and they might be doing, you know, four or five weeks in the gym and being active outside it, but they're just not getting those calories in to actually build that muscle um, and, you know, add some of that weight on. So, yeah, it's kind of just, that's the main goal I find there. And if, if that's corrected and people are actually eating enough, they will gain muscle and it doesn't matter if it's a vegan diet or any other diet. Um, you know, it's, it just makes sure you're eating enough is kind of the first point. Um, and then look, looking at the training as well, is it people will do too much as well where you'll see people in there seven times a week, twice a day, and they're not seeing results either. So it's making sure that, you know, the program is sustainable. Um, it's, they're progressing each week. Yeah, so we're looking at that side of thing. But if both of them are covered, you're going to be in a pretty good position, and everything else is quite minor. So you know the protein, and yeah. supplements, you know, protein, creatine, those kind of things. They're all very minor details that people blow up a lot more, and they don't focus on those two main ones of, yeah, am I eating enough, and is the training appropriate for building muscle. So if those two are covered, you're going to be in a much better position. Yeah, I'd also add rest to that list of the top yep. kind of priority because, of course, when we go to the gym, we're not building muscle, we're destroying the muscle fibers and that needs to be, uh, you know, rested so it can be built back stronger and bigger than before. So um, sure. having that rest time, I guess you kind of touched on it when you said, you know, doing too much, you can't just expect to go to the gym morning and night and then sleep six hours morning and night and expect your no. body to grow. You need to give it that rest period. So to give basically away all of our secrets, how we coach our clients is summarizing <laughs> calorie deficit in a way, find a way to be in a calorie deficit. That does not mean that you need to count calories. It's just find a way to get there, whether that means increasing your active stuff that you do during the day or decreasing the amount of processed food. And then the flip side of that, if you want to gain muscle, calorie surplus and make sure that you're stimulating the muscle but then letting it rest is that kind of like david's secrets for this episode yeah look it really comes down to to those basics you know um if people can nail them they're going to reach your goals a lot quicker so you know i think people over complicate things a lot and think x y and z supplement or meal timing or meal distribution yeah you know, they, they kind of put their faith in those things and neglect the basics. So yeah, if you're if you're hitting those, you're going to be in a really good position. Yeah, and I think it's important, obviously, to have the structure in place, to have a plan, to know, uh, you know, what you should be doing. Because, like you said, there's so much information out there, and it's hard to see between all the crap, I suppose, and focus on yeah. that one thing. And I guess that's really important. Why you know, having a coach or having um, someone that knows what they're talking about is actually important and i bring this up because 
that kind of programming is what we want to give people when they're finished on the Bali retreat that you might have heard about um, at the beginning of the episode at the intro because, you know, we want you guys to have fun when you come along um, and enjoy Bali. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're there to learn. You're there because you've got goals and we want to make sure that you have that plan and that's like the added bonus. Once you've left, you're going to get that plan structured so that you know exactly what to do when you get back into the real world. Um, yeah, I think that's enough for this episode. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good to me. I think uh, next next episode we're going to focus on those other things of uh, next or next mini episode we're going to talk about how to be a healthy vegan, the best way to transition onto a vegan diet, and then basically just go over I think frequently asked questions. So we will see you guys or hey, we can't really see them, can we? we can no. Listen, what's oh. the opposite? Be aware that they're there. Is the other thing. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how we can do that. There must be a word. We'll figure it out for the next episode. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll look it up. And there it is, this week's podcast, mini series podcast, done and dusted. I hope you really enjoyed that one. Obviously, you could tell that David and I did. Um, and just a quick reminder that if you did want to find out more information on that Bali retreat, head to our Instagram accounts. My one is at the underscore plant-based underscore coach and David's is at David Clary Vegan PT. And you just go to our bios and you can watch some promo videos, get some more information, get the dates and just really get excited about coming to see us in Bali. Until next time, enjoy.